Why are you having so much fun? What a question. If you don't know the Holy Spirit, we believe in a triune God. How many of you guys remember our fact sermon series? We talked about our, you know, the things that don't shake, they don't twist, they don't bend. One of those is God is three in one. He's one God of three parts. God the Father, God the Son, and what? God the Holy Spirit. I got to tell you, the Holy Spirit's in the room tonight. And here's the thing about the Holy Spirit. The world cannot perceive and receive the Holy Spirit. Only those who have said yes to Jesus. So when you say yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit is deposited inside of you. That's Jesus' promise. That's why Jesus died and left. Did you know that? He said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you my spirit. Me, the physical Jesus, I can only be at one city at one time. I can only be at one place at one time. And yeah, just his three years of ministry changed the world, flipped our history books upside down. Yeah, that's awesome. But God said, you know, I'm going to send my son. And Jesus said, you know what? I'm going to send my spirit. My spirit may dwell in them. But the world doesn't see the spirit. The world doesn't perceive the spirit. If you're here tonight, you don't believe in Jesus. You felt like something's talking to me. <laughs> What's happening? That's the Holy Spirit. In the middle of worship, you feel like worshiping God. And I feel this conviction and this grace all at the same time. Never been to a church that loved me before they even knew me. It's just the love of the Father just convicting you and showing you a new path. Amen? It's that, that voice of the Holy Spirit that if you said yes to Jesus and if you're leaning into your relationship with God, he's pointing you in different and new directions. He's pointing you to something do, something new, something different. Now, here's the thing. Like, if you don't know the Holy Spirit, it can look pretty weird. And the truth is, is the Holy Spirit is weird. People are weird. But what's funny is that if I walked in today and it was just like the leader standing at the front, closing their eyes, speaking in tongues, like you could just be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And I got to tell you, the world should look at the church today and say, why are you having so much fun? Why? In the middle of the worst moment of your life, you got some supernatural peace all over you. Why, if anyone in your position would have gave up, they would have quit, they would have walked away, they would have left, you are still there, faithful. What's going on? Why in the world that everyone's trying to be selfish and greedy and how much can I gain? You're actually giving to the church. What is wrong? What's wrong with you? We should have some conflict like that in our lives because we have the Holy Spirit. What do you mean you're going to church? What? Yeah, but I'm going to church and I have fun. Why are you having so much fun? If you can't see the God you're worshiping, if you can't literally touch the God you're worshiping, yeah, because God's inside of me. I'm having fun. Next idea, because I have the Holy Spirit. I want you to picture two kids having fun. I said this at the leaders' conference, I'll say it again. It's like two kids, right? You got an African kid, right? He's just like jumping. You got like a, an American kid with an iPad just having so much fun. And you would walk up to them and like, let's say the iPad dies, right? The kid gets mad. <laughs> no more iPad. You're looking at the kid with nothing, no shoes on, doesn't have a house, his parents don't have any education, he has no shoes on, he has bro broken shorts, but he's dancing, singing worship songs to God. You can look at that scenario and say, why is that kid having so much fun? I can see why he's having fun, because he has something. Because he has a possession. 
And some of you guys think that your way of winning people to God is showing them all the things you get from believing in God. Oh, look at the job I got because I'm a Christian. Oh, look at this nice house I just received. Because, But if you want to lead a life that questions, like make those people off, don't just show them the things. Show them the spirit that is in you that even when all hell is breaking loose, you're able to still keep a smile, still keep a worship. We cannot be circumstantial believers. That if I don't have it, I can't worship. That if I didn't get it, God's not good. That is a lie from the enemy. If God never did anything else in your life, he still deserves praise. He still deserves worship because he sent his son 2,000 years ago on the cross with his arms wide open for you and me. If he never did anything else, he's still worth all of our praise, all of our lives. Why are you having so much fun? Because I have the spirit. The Holy Spirit is leading me. When our worship team was up here, you got to understand, we got some worship leaders, but the real worship leader is the Holy Spirit. And we may not, we, didn't, we weren't planning on doing, uh, oh, Holy Spirit, open heaven. We weren't planning on doing that song. The Holy Spirit had a plan to sing that song tonight because someone needed to hear that the Holy Spirit is like a fire. The Holy Spirit is leading us, y'all. Anybody led by the Holy Spirit? Not only is he leading you, he's helping. That's why we're having so much fun. That's why in Jesus, I mean, we're just living our best lives. Y'all believe that? Because I have a helper. I have a friend. I have guidance. And the Holy Spirit, he doesn't only want to celebrate me when it's my birthday. He wants to help me when all hell's breaking loose. He wants to be my helper. He wants to be my advocate. Convicting me and pushing me. How, how, how? John, t- tell me, how did you end up on that stage preaching to hundreds of people? How would you do it? I have no idea. The Holy Spirit's been pushing me since I said yes to Jesus. Pushing me to get into the church. Pushing me to get involved. Pushing me into the creative ministry. Pushing me into video. Pushing me into service structure and planning center and, and, and sound boards and light boards. And I'm just saying yes. And I'm saying yes. And he's pushing me. And he's pushing me. And then there was an opportunity to start a church. And we felt like the Holy Spirit was pushing us, so we said yes three years ago. And to the glory of God, we've seen over 2,500 salvations since we felt a push in my living room. What am I saying? The Holy Spirit has so much in store for you. And you guys say, God, I'm listening to your spirit to push me into the best years of my life. John 14, 16 to 17. I will ask the Father, this is God speaking, Jesus speaking. God speaking. I will ask the Father. And he will give you another helper. Somebody say another one. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) That he may be with you forever. Not for Tuesdays. Forever. Not for Sundays. The Holy Spirit in here is the same Holy Spirit in your car on the way home when you flick the guy off for cutting you off. Holy Spirit's there. And you're going to feel bad when you do it. Because he is convicting you. Don't think the conviction of God is because he's mad at you. When you're convicted, the Holy Spirit's all over you, pointing you to another direction. He'll be with you forever. 17. That is the spirit of truth, whom the world, watch this, the world cannot receive. Oh, my God. The world cannot receive him because it does not see him and know him, but you know him because he abides in you and will be in you. Here's my next idea. I see God in what he's doing in me. 
I may not see God necessarily in what he's doing around me, but I see God in what he's doing in me. My desires are beginning to change. My convictions are beginning to get stronger. I noticed that the status that I was in, I'm growing uncomfortable in this area. God's calling me to another level. I noticed the friend group I have right now, we slip into sin just a little too easily. There's no depth in these relationships. All we do is have shallow conversations, so we end up in some shallow sin. And I need to get called to another level. The Holy Spirit's calling me. Don't be afraid to walk up when the Holy Spirit calls you up. Because he's calling you. You got to say, I can see that God is in me. I can see. And what God is doing in me, I can see him. He's giving me new convictions. He's giving me new desires. He's leading me to a hope group. He's leading me to open up to people. Some of you guys, the problem with your relationship with God is that you stop adding people into it. You say a prayer to God. You ask something from God. You don't tell nobody. So when God does it, it's like a private party. I was like, oh, sweat. Tell your hope group, man, I prayed for this week, God. They're going to be like, oh, snap, God is good. And when you feel like walking away, they're going to be like, hey, remember two months ago when God did that in your life? Not necessarily the thunder and the earthquake. God is speaking in you. He's doing something in you. And he's whispering the entire time. He's encouraging you. My next idea, that's how you know you're not in the world because the spirit is in you. You guys are like, how do I know if I'm not in the world or not? Is the Holy Spirit abiding in me? Do you feel this conviction when you do things that are wrong, when you walk in the wrong way? So you guys, I don't know what's wrong. Get into a small group. We're going to do life together. We're going to show you the way to walk. We're going to show you the way to talk. Not that, you know, the whole Christian walk is all about what I'm supposed to do like a robot. But I think what's going to help people is doing life with other people. And what's going to help someone who's crippled is getting around other people who know how to walk, who know how to run. And you literally will walk in the light that everyone is leading you to, to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus. And that's how you know you're not in the world, because the Holy Spirit is in you. He's convicting you. He's pushing you. He's pushing you. Why, why me as a leader, I'm always trying to get better, because I feel the Holy Spirit pushing me to get better. You think we're satisfied with filling up this room? Man, this looks beautiful. But man, I, I got a vision. I caught a vision once. I've seen 20,000 young adults gathering in Kissimmee. Can I get an amen? Anybody crazy in here to believe the Holy Spirit? It was nuts. I was praying. I was like, 20,000. Oh, okay. That's crazy. I can never get there, but the Holy Spirit's going to take us over there. But why not stay here when this is good? This is awesome. Because God wants to do more. I feel it in my bones. I'm telling you, I feel it in my bones. Like I see some of y'all in here, and I'm like, man, you are a future pastor. If you would just drop that girl. Because she's going to lead you right back to the club. She's going to lead you right back to drugs. She's going to lead you right back. Yo, can I get your attention for a sec? It's all fun and games, and you're hitting the people next to you, but you know where God is leading you. You know where he's leading you. I see some of y'all. Hey, let me get your eyes. You guys with me in the back? I see some people, and I'm like, man, you'd be, what if God got control of your life? Ooh. You lead so many people to Jesus. You'd see him do amazing things in your life. you see God work in tangible ways if you gave God the control of your life. The world cannot recognize him. When they see you and hear you, 
they experience the God that is in you. They will say when they see you, I know who your father is. Because you live like you have a good, good father. You talk like you have a good, good father. You are earnestly looking after the spirit like you have a spirit that wants you. You're living life like God is outside of time and he's in heaven with all control and authority. You walk into your job not dismayed by what's on the news and what's on Twitter and maybe what's even happening in your life. You're living to a higher calling and I can notice that inside of you. I feel like you have an agenda. You're not just working here at Starbucks. I feel like you have a mission to make people feel some type of way. I feel like you were sent by somebody. I don't know what it is about you, but you're different. I gotta let you know, if you never heard that, man, you gotta seek after the spirit to come alive in your life. To not just be the God we clap and sing to, but to be the spirit that we earnestly seek after. That we earnestly seek after. And if you don't seek after the spirit, you will stay, listen, you will stay right where you're at and experience God every week and stay right where you're at. You'll feel, you'll feel the earthquake, you'll feel the thunder, but you'll miss the whisper. Without that sensitivity to the spirit, you'll feel the earthquake, woo! You'll see the lightning, but you'll miss the whisper of the Holy Spirit telling you where you need to grow. And people will look at you and say, you're living like God is in control. You're living like the God you serve is outside of our time, outside of our dimension, and another realm, but completely in control. And you can look back and say, yep, that's why I'm having so much fun. Can I tell you this something real quick? I gotta let you know, as believers, we're constantly, have you ever been to uh, Disney Springs and you know, they have like the candy section and they got the Laffy Taffy just stretching. Y'all seen that? I think they took that out. I know I'm pretty old, right? Whatever, I don't care. Back when it wasn't called Disney Springs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Downtown Disney, you know what I'm saying? What's up? <laughs> if you know, if you know, you know, right? <laughs> I remember seeing like Laffy Taffy just getting stretched all the time. Just being stretched all the time. Just being stretched all the time. You guys with me in the middle? Just being stretched all the time. Just being stretched all the time. That's your relationship with God. Did you know that? I'm going to go to the back for this. Somebody say, somebody say, I'm being stretched. I'm being, the Holy Spirit is stretching me. He's stretching me. He's stretching me. Pastor, I've never given a church before. Holy Spirit is stretching me. He's stretching me. Pastor, I never got involved. Pastor, I never told people exactly what I'm dealing with. James 5, 16, confess your sins to one another, you'll be healed. He's stretching you. Pastor, I never showed up to church on time. He's stretching you to come at 830. He's stretching you. Come a little early and meet some people outside before you walk in. He's stretching you. Thank you for the lighting. He's stretching you. Pastor, I never told people about my friends before. I never told Jesus to, to my co- He's stretching you. He's stretching you. Pastor, I never, I never attended a church weekly. He's stretching you. He's stretching you. Pastor, I don't know how to pray. He's stretching you. He's stretching you. He's stretching you. If you're not being stretched, you're not being led by the Spirit. He's stretching me. I'm being stressed by the world, but I can still be stretched by the Holy Spirit. I can be stressed in my life and what's going on. The stress is real, and it's a silent killer. But when I'm 
submitting to the stretching, it outlasts the stressing. I'm, like I said, I'm doing things I've never done. Not because I woke up and said, oh, I'm going to do this. Now the Holy Spirit is stretching. We got a vision for, for, for MBYA for the summer. This summer is going to be the best summer for our young adult community. We got some crazy ideas. And I got to tell you, it, it's going to stretch you. But will you be caught in a comfort zone? Will you linger in the trap of mediocrity? Or will you let the Holy Spirit push you into the best thing ever? That people can look at you and say, why are you having so much fun? And you'll be able to say, because I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. He's in me. He's working with me. The Holy Spirit, understand this, the Holy Spirit pushes you. The Holy Spirit pushes you. Hey, you've been dealing with this sin, but it looks like you're not dealing with it anymore. You just accepted it. And now you need to start telling people, confess your sins. You need to start telling people. Because that would be the first step in your growth. Can I get an amen in here tonight? Amen. He's stretching you. He's stretching you. There's some of y'all coming here with some stretch. So thank you for coming. God loves you where you're at. But he loves you more to leave you where you're at. He's stretching you to something new. He's stretching you to a new lifestyle. He's stretching you to a new course. And it's that spirit that says, guys, I'm listening, that's able to lean into what he's doing. John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Right there we see the Trinity. It's Jesus speaking. The Father will send the Spirit in my name. That's all three right there shown to humanity. He will teach you all things. He will teach you all things. Holy Spirit is not only a comforter. He's not only a, a listener, he's a teacher. He's a teacher. I don't know how to handle my mom. Let the Holy Spirit teach you. Let him lead you. I don't know how to handle this whole church and school thing. One's got to give. Nope. Let him lead you. Let him teach you on how to be organized. Oh, I don't know if I can tie. I can't afford it. My, my bank is tied. No, 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 no. Let the Holy Spirit teach you. You decide if you want the teaching or not. But don't stay in mediocrity because God's leading you there. He's not leading you there. Your flesh is. Holy Spirit's calling you to a better life. He's calling you to a pushing. He's calling you to stretching. I feel the Holy Spirit right now. He's telling all you guys where you need to stretch. I feel it. He's telling you. You guys feel that? I feel it. Because the, the same spirit in me is in you. He's telling you right now where you need to start stretching. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. Isn't he so cool? <laughs> See, my brother, my brother sees, he sees things. Like, he sees numbers, and, and like, it's really, it's like, he's, God's given him a really good gift to hear from heaven. Like, it's like, but for me, because, you know, the Holy Spirit gives us all different gifts, right, according to our ability. But for me, I feel, I just get hyper, because I know he's working, and I know he's here, and I know somebody in the back right now Somebody in the back right now, I don't know who it is. God is crushing you to build you back up again. He's let things happen. God's not killing you. He's crushing you to build you to something beautiful. That was for someone. I don't know who that was for. Somebody in the back. But that's what the Holy Spirit does. You see, he pushes you to something different, to something new. 
He's stretching you. He pushes you past the status quo to do amazing things, to give generously, to walk differently. He pushes you, and when you accept the pushing, that is when the fun begins. We guys love basketball. I love basketball. The worst thing about basketball is when people don't know what's going on, and they just hang around the court. And they're like, hey, man. We're in the middle of a game. If you get the heck out of the way, <laughs> skirt, skirt. Why are you trying to have a little hope group in the middle of the baseline? You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of the way. <laughs> I, remember, I remember playing. I remember playing basketball like a full court, running down the court, and someone just walking it and just doing one of these. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to score. I'm trying to do this thing here, but something is in the way. Can I tell you, some of you guys are trying to do this Christian walk. You're trying to run to God. You're trying to do layups in the spirit. Hello. You're trying to slam dunk in the name of Jesus, but there's something in your court. There's something just hanging out, and it's in the way. And the Holy Spirit is leading you to get it out of your court, to push it away, to make room. You need to get out. Bitterness, you need to get out. Unforgiveness, you need to get out. Sin, you need to get out. Drinking, you need to get out. Clubbing, you need to get out. You need to get out. You need to get out because I'm going to the Spirit. And these things can't hold me back no more. They can't hold me back. Man, he's like, he's speaking to me. I don't know your life. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, pushing you. He's pressing the button. You feel the button being pressed, 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 pressed. Not only is he calling you to a new life, but he's giving you the grace to walk through it. He didn't say just walk over there. He says, here, we're going to walk. You're going to slip. But a righteous man stands right back up and keeps on going. We're gonna walk. You may think about turning around. You may think like going back to your old ways, but I'm good enough to have grace for yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I got grace to spare for you. And I'm not just gonna point you, I'm gonna walk with you. There's something in your court that's not letting you have fun. There's something in the middle of your, your court disturbing your walk, disturbing your progress, disturbing your fun. There's something in the way. Realize it and move it out of the way. Move that mindset away. Move out of mediocrity. God's not called you to be a regular leader, a regular churchgoer. Take that lie and label of the enemy out. God sees you and he sees someone who is wonderfully made, who has purpose and has a plan. Just because you don't have a microphone doesn't mean you're not purposed. Move out of comfortability. Move out of mediocrity. Let God push you into the best years of your life. Let him push you. Let him push you. Some of you guys, you're, you're waiting for a push and you're denying God's pushing. Let God push you into the best years of your life. Let him be the one to push you through. Last idea tonight. When you take on his plan, instead of resisting, fun begins. When you take on his plan, when you say, God, I'm listening, I'm asking the worship team to come up, it's when things start to change. It's when things start to switch. Why, why are you having so much fun in a deadbeat job? It's like, yeah, my, my job might be dead, but the resurrection lives inside of me. 
Why are you having so much fun in a foster home? Listen, this, this home may not have a father, but I got to tell you, there's a father in heaven that is in this room. Why, why, why are you having so much fun if you're broke? Listen, the, 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 the God I serve, the God I serve is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than I can ever ask or imagine. I mean, I've got this hope on me. I've got this faith on me. I'm letting the Holy Spirit push me into the best years of my life. See, this verse should be, your, for some of you guys, this should be your, 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 your motto moving forward. Jeremiah 20, verse 9. It says this, but if I say I will not mention his word or speak anymore in his name, listen, I can't do that. Why? Because his word is in my heart like a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Oh, I hope we get there in our lives. Because a lot of, I, I don't know, I'm not going to mention or speak his name anymore. I'm not going to talk about Jesus. I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to lean into the spirit. I'm not going to go where God's calling me. I'm not going to do what he's telling me to do. I'm going to resist. I'm going to resist. But that's not the heart of this verse. The heart of this verse says, I will not do this stuff. Like, what I need to do is understand that his word is like a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. I can't hold it. Because he's like a fire shut up in my bones. I got to let it out. I got to let out my praise. I got to let out my purpose. I got to take those things that God tucked inside of me and I got to bring them forward. I got to let it out. I got to be an open book. I got to let God come and do some spiritual surgery in my heart. Take out what you don't love, God. Take out what you don't like. Take out what's disturbing you. I promise, God, I'll handle the rest. I'll stay with whatever's left of me. Even if what's left of me is my belief and my faith. God, that's all I need. Your word says if I just believe, then I'm a son and child of the Father. I just believe. I just believe. Like a fire shut up in my bones. What's stopping you? Listen, listen, I'm closing. I'm landing the plane. What is stopping you from living that full life God has for you? What has stopped you from learning how to worship in the middle of chaos? What has stopped you from dancing in the rain once again? What has stopped you from experiencing the full life in his spirit? Are you worried? Are you anxious? Are you addicted? Are you pressed on every side? Notice you're not dead yet. And if you're alive, the Holy Spirit is pushing you. He's guiding you. He's calling you. He's tugging on you. And the enemy wants to distract you and tell you this is the way you're supposed to go. Comfort. Oh, that's where you should set your tent. No. I will never be the same again in Jesus. I'm going to land the plane right here. What does it look like to receive and accept the push of the Holy Spirit? It means to be righteous. It means to be obedient to God. It means to just not believe but to walk it out. Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Ooh, can I camp here for a second? Ooh, we're going to get ready for altar call for the Holy Spirit in this place. You see, God is telling you, listen, I got something 
huge for you. Like, like I got a straight path for you. Like, I got something crazy for you. Like, I got the dream girl. Guess what? She got lips, hips, fingertips, and she got the Holy Spirit too. I got her waiting for you. She's getting prepared in the secret. She's getting prepared in the quiet. Don't go running out of everything that has long hair. Let the Holy Spirit lead you into something new. You've always done relationships that way. Let God handle the way you do relationships in a new way. Can I get an amen tonight? He's telling you, I'm going to make your path straight. You thought this is the fruitful life in Jesus, but I got something better for you. But notice that the straight path verse starts with trust. All the stuff God wants to do starts with you making a move. Trust the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. I'm speaking to everybody. Listen, Jesus has the power to change your life. But he doesn't have the power to overthrow your will. When he created you, here's what separates you from the angels. He gave you free will. He said, choose me if you want. He can't, he can't turn you into a robot. He gives you an opportunity to trust him. He gives you an opportunity to be obedient. He gives you an opportunity to lean into the Holy Spirit and be pushed to places you never thought you'd go, to be stretched in ways you never thought you'd stretch, to, to, to be literally led into rooms you never thought you'd be able to walk into, push you into new heights, new roads, new rivers. I'm asking everyone to bow their heads and close their eyes. God, I'm listening. The Bible says, what does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to be saved? You must confess and believe that Jesus is Lord. You must open your mouth, confess, and believe. On the count of three, if you want Jesus, I'm sorry, I'm a singer. Every head bow, every eye closed. This is your moment of salvation. What does that mean? To be saved. To join the family. The Bible says every salvation is a party in heaven. I got to tell you, they're bringing out the confetti. They're bringing out the table. God is getting the music ready. It's about to be a party up in this place. The Holy Spirit has probably been tugging on your heart the entire night telling you he loves you and he's for you. Listen, if you haven't said yes to Jesus, this is your moment. Don't let it pass you by. If you've never made this prayer, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. If you want Jesus in this room, if you want to be saved, on the count of three, raise your hand, unafraid, unashamed. I want to recognize you. Ready? One, two, three. Put your hand up. I want to see you. I want to see you. I see one. In the river, we seek you now.